Hey guys, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, the ultimate barbecue podcast for pit masters and grill enthusiasts. So the, today's episode is all about maintaining a constant cook temperature while cooking briskets and well other meats too. So yeah. this is a, kind of a little rules and tricks and tips. How to control your barbecue pit. Exactly. Right. We've been talking brisket for about a month now, so we're, we're finally getting into the, uh, the meat of it. Yeah, huh. yeah. I don't know if it's really the meat. I, mean, I, I think this is probably the, one of the most overlooked things when it comes to making like good barbecue. Okay, I get it, right? Any a lot of people can make good barbecue, but great barbecue, like perfect barbecue, the temperature is mm-hmm. just as important as, as the as the cut. Temperature is just as important as, as as anything else. Right. That's that's the big skill for most guys, especially if you're going from like pellet or charcoal to use in uh, an offset it's how do you learn how to maintain your fire that's, that's right the big thing and, yeah. and it's i will tell you this right here it's blood sweat and tears and beers and beers right nice. that's yeah. how you maintain a freaking fire do you, do you think it's the probably number one skill mm-hmm. in 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 making great barbecue great see that's the difference right great barbecue like that's that's what sets you apart from mediocre barbecue why, why why you have sawdust when you're cutting it's because you can't maintain a fire right and, and every, it thinks well i ran for 250 degrees for most today but and it's always that but you're like but i did run it at 400 at one point i did run it 60 right, degrees right. for a little bit yeah, i forgot it got away about from it. me it here got away there, from me. yeah and they took me two hours to get it lit it was a 14 or 16 hour cook which should have been a 10 hour cook you know what i mean it's just because you didn't have consistent temperature yeah and and, and the meat it, it it goes right. It it feels the temperature. It's like a, a, a brisket, right? Think about it. a brisket has it needs that low and slow port. Maybe it needs whatever, but it breaks it down. Then I take that perfect juicy barbecue. Right. Yeah. Well, I say maintaining that temperature is uh, is an important enough skill that if you think about it, that's the reason that a lot of guys don't want pellet grills in competition. Yeah. Right, right, because right. that's that's the that's the one advantage mm-hmm. you have with the pellet grill is you don't have to maintain that temperature. It's doing it for you, or it's the reason why you want the pellet grill because because it takes the guesswork out right, of for sure out out of trying to. But that's the that's, that's the, the age thing. old. That's it. Like you're on one side of the fence. Like I, th- I feel like there's always a line in the sand for either you're on this side or you're on this side. You're the purest. There's that those people that I will never cook competition barbecue that way or whatever it is. Uh, then you have people like us that we're like, we don't care. We just want to freaking win. Right. Yeah. If it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not legal, fine. If you're, you're not cheating, it, if you're it's not legal. trying. Yeah. So it is what it is. we jumped a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, let's get into the intro. How's everybody's week been? So we're just coming off New Year's celebration, New Year Day. How's everybody's New Year's? Did uh, everybody wake up just feeling just bright and cheery New Year's Day? Felt I did. I was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn old Matt. Just always just doing the nice thing. What did you do New Year's Eve? Uh, I hung out with my kids, and that was it. Okay. That's, That's exactly what I, what I did. The night before, I got right. like no sleep. I was like, I'm not going to go just be That's hanging out did. and getting drunk or something stupid with people. So. Well, I went and pre-gamed uh, until about 6.30. Uh, then came home. We did some dinner stuff. Uh, I started pre-gaming a little bit more at that point. <laughs> at that I, point, you're not pre-gaming. You're just gaming. I just pre-gaming. <laughs> I was pre-gaming before the uh, the big big awards, our big big show, right? And uh, we had we had Emma stay with us, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we had Lily. So it was an awesome pair because they get along so well. Uh, they both eat the same things, and they're both like they had the same kind of moods. So it really didn't matter. I was just like, you want some chicken nuggets? Great. I'll order 60 of them <laughs> here. And I, I mean, literally that's what I did one night, you know, but my favorite part was when I lit like three uh, sparklers, like the big huge sparklers. And I started handing them out and I got kind of nervous because like the people down the street were like shooting off these crazy big fireworks. I'm mm-hmm. like, we're in the city, man. Like cops going to be here in a minute. You can't be doing that. And I, but of course I'm the guy with Roman candles. Cause I want to light my shit. You know what I mean? Hey, don't do that. It's my turn. Right. So I lit, I lit Roman candles and hand them to the girls. They weren't having it. Oh, right. They were like, I'm not ready for the Roman candle. I was like, grab the damn Roman candle right now. It's about to shoot off. I was trying to get to go back to back. I was like, get back to back. Now, go off 10 steps and face each other. Right? <laughs> what? I know. It's not 1988. You can't do that. You could do that. They were so nervous. And all of a sudden, the damn thing started shooting up. And then they were like, oh, we're going we're gonna to shoot the neighbor's house. We're going to shoot in the oh, sky. So. Great. It was fun. That's why you can't do fireworks. Exactly. Like, <laughs> shooting sh- at the neighbor's house. Yeah. L- Lily goes, uh, you had me. She goes, I was so perturbed by you because 
you just kept lighting them and handing it to us. Because at one point, she's holding three different sparklers, and I'm lighting a Roman candle. I'm like, hurry here, take the Roman candle. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't, I can't with you right now. That's funny. You're all worried about people shooting off those fireworks, and like yeah. years ago, we're shooting artillery shells out the on the street. You know, right. getting the cops called on us. So that's yeah. right. <laughs> it gives me like uh, flashbacks of I, I couldn't even tell you how old we were. Probably I could have been like eight, ten. Just uh, here's the sparklers. Go have fun. Just run. Like I, I don't even know how hot a sparkler burns. It's got to be like just the Hundreds. sun, yeah. right? Here, kids, run <laughs> off of that. Uh, so I, I think either me or another kid or somebody burnt Jan in the back um, with yeah. a sparkler. That's right. It literally just melted his clothes oh, and then just right into his skin and just like mm. melted. The we're skin. chasing each other with these freaking. Yeah, sparklers. we're playing like sparkler tags. Hey. Like <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> right. Sparkler tag. I tagged him in the back. He crumbled so fast. What a wuss. I mean, I'm like, well, dang, kill him and get you up. And now, I've never been burned by one either because, you know, you got to run. Do you guys ever have, like, uncle? I, I had a drunk uncle who would always, like, come over and he'd he'd bring, like, fireworks over and be like, this one's only legal in three states. It's not legal here. You know, it'd be some, like, M5000 or whatever right. thing. would be throwing that, like, ponds, trying to kill fish and scoop them up afterwards. I purchased this in <laughs> Tijuana. Yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you didn't do any of that, John? You didn't do any no. fireworks? Or? A little bit. Yeah, I had, a, I had an uncle that lived in Kansas, so he would come out to California because nothing's legal in California. Yeah. And he would bring out the artillery shells and all that kind of stuff, and we'd nice. let them off. What about it this year, though, at home? Uh, we didn't do anything. Our neighbors did. Oh, my God. We got a video. I'll have to show you guys. Maybe I can post it somewhere. Our neighborhood was going. We heard the fireworks. Oh, let's go see. We go outside. When I tell you it looked like a war zone, so much <laughs> smoke. Yeah. Right. You literally could not see the house across the street. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So much smoke. That's how it was like, here. Good yeah. We were out there for a couple minutes. And we're like, no, nah, we better go back in. Somebody's, somebody's getting in trouble. Somebody's yeah. hands right. getting blown off. Tonight. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. So we we did. There was no fireworks popped off. We went and visited uh, um, Dusty, Janae, uh, Derek, Cran up in Lagrange, and so there were no fireworks that are popped off. At least that I can remember. Us, maybe somebody else, but I think there's a burn ban going on in Lagrange. It's always a burn. Yeah, uh, but we, we we did pregame Friday night and stayed up a little too late. Not that bad, but enough in the morning where you kind of felt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd bought like a pork butt, and I'm like, all right, we got to get up and we're gonna we're gonna put this pork butt on. And uh, so we we got to, Dusty has the the uh, Kamado style yep. smoker, mm-hmm. so we we got that thing fired up work butt on it i tried trying out my new christmas gift was the uh, the meat stick that wireless temperature probe super awesome badass and uh so we got that fired up and once that was on i'm like what else <laughs> right i'm like what? we gotta do something else do you now. got anything else we can cook you got any like, beer right and so that's what happens right, right. So, yeah dusty nothing else like, to do like we'll get drunk right yeah dusty was like uh, i think maybe i'll just get a beer i'm like then, then he, he walked off and he had to go get, uh, I think he was fucking around with the chicken coop or something like that. And then I was like, yeah, beer sounds good. What then time I, was this? It was probably about noon. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And I was morning. like, then he came back and I got the beer. I was like, you know, so it's either, it's either I'm going to dr- start drinking now and it's just going to maintain all the way up to midnight or I drink three or four beers I get super sleepy, and then I take a nap, and then we wake up and we kick off the New Year's festivities. Um, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> right, it was the first one. Yeah, it was the first one. I tell you what should have happened, but uh, I, I lasted the whole night through and through. But I can tell you, at some point in time, I was eyeballing the clock, and I was like, "Shit, let me see what time it is." I look it over. It's like. 6 30. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Uh, then, yeah, like five and a half we're all hours. dancing, doing, our, yeah, doing all the festivities. Look over, it's like eight o'clock. I'm like, man, when is this ever going to get here? Then, <laughs> by the time midnight rolled around, and then I, I think by then, everybody's I was just dropping like, like flies. <laughs> yeah, and then somebody busts out the karaoke machine, and everybody starts, you know, doing the whole karaoke thing. We did the kind of a themed white trash type New Year's Eve uh, party bash type deal. Uh, a lot of great food. A lot of drinks. Uh, so we, we had a blast. So I, I could tell you, and we drove back on New Year's Day, and that was a fun drive. That was just, I don't really like driving like hungover, but that's one of those like, you just get in and you're just like zoned out. 
Oh yeah, yeah. right. You're like right. autopilot, autopilot yeah, mode. Yeah. You like blink and all. It's like funny. You're like you're so in, like if you're driving home from work and then you get engaged, just thinking of something in your mind, and like two seconds later, you're sitting in your driveway and you have no recollection of the 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 twenty minute drive you just did. You're just like you got hypnotized. What the fuck happened? How'd I get here? Yeah. It happened today. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> happens every day I'm on the road. I on think. the way to work. <laughs> I press the cruise control, man. I just sit back and relax sometimes. I don't mm. even like I'm just looking out the window. I, on my every, every time I talk to Jan on the phone, it doesn't sound like he's being relaxed. It's always, get the fuck out of the way. Because <laughs> the, <truck's, laughs> the truck's running like 75 miles an hour. And then like my truck will slam on the brakes if it gets in behind somebody that's not, that's not going to, like the speed limit. But, right. And let's be honest. That's the speed good. limit is 10 miles faster than the posted speed limit that's normal texas speed limit whatever it's posted it's 10 miles more than that if that's it's, fair if it's at least 50 then the speed limit's actually 80 in texas yeah at right. least that's the way i think right. it should be i'm okay with that <laughs> okay <laughs> you're right this last week though i've been kind of stressed this week a little bit just a lot going on with i don't know i you know whatever just a lot of shit happening uh so i but i have kind of developed this little bit of road rage thing where I'm talking to everybody now, and I don't, I ne- used to never do that. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Open your fucking eyes. And I'm just like, I'm yelling at everybody on the street. And, th- and then half the time I realize, like, they're actually driving good. I am the idiot. I am the crazy person. So now yeah. I, I'm just trying to take a breath. I'm like, you know what? I'll just get there when I get there. I'm not going to run like a million miles an hour. I'm just going to keep it, keep it real. Yeah. Stay safe. It's, yeah. it's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. You get in the grind sometimes, you forget. Right, it's hard out there for you. A finally, family. became a That's Houston right. driver after yeah. you know fifty three years or however old you are now. So Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fifty eight. So oh, for 58, the my bad. fine folks that are just tuning in for the first time that have never heard of the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, uh, hey, welcome. We we thank you for for tuning in. We thank you for the listen and support. Uh, honestly, uh, just trying to develop a culture of just hanging out with the uh, people and talking barbecue, barbecue and. Uh, obviously the stupid shit that we get into and mm. we'd obviously we'd, we'd love to hear the stupid shit you guys get into so we do have a hotline so if anybody out there wanted to drop us a story uh drop us a, a maybe a win like they just killed that that birthday brisket that they cooked uh or they they, they nailed that pork butt hey send us a message we'd love to hear it and we'd love to put it on the show and feature it. and if if we do play it then you win a bottle of suckle busters rub that's right yeah. That's right. That hotline number is 434-829-2299. Yeah, and you can always reach us at uh, www. Why do I put the W's? Oh, man. God, you went man. World Wide Web. <laughs> Who's still numbers? typing the W's, James? The World Wide Web. I grabbed so the brisket.com. <laughs> the internets. Yeah. If anybody That's has funny, been man. on the internets. Uh, That's right. good. Dial so, yeah. up that modem. <laughs> Grab me in the brisket.com. Yeah. James is still using his Netscape browser. Right. <laughs> That's how they get you. Oh, that's great. Wow. All right. How about some hot off the grill barbecue news? I'm ready for it, brother. All right. So uh, the big one that I'm the most excited about is the NBBQA annual conference. We've been talking about this since we went to the last one. That's right. But uh, there's some new news about it. New news? New Uh-oh. news. New news. They're offering some uh, master classes this year at this event. Uh, and if you want to sign up for these, it's $200 for you if you're a member, 300 if you're a non-member, and you get all four classes. And the four classes are taught by none other than Tuffy Stone, Mark Lambert, World Champion, World Mo Kaysan, World Champion, and Boris Night Out. World Champion. Exactly. They're doing whole hogs. They're doing, uh, I don't know what all they're doing. They're doing a bunch of stuff. And that's a screaming deal to get you're classes. You're getting four, four, four classes. classes, eight hours of eight hours of, of whatever for for three hundred bucks for non-members mm-hmm. and two hundred bucks for members. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. From those four, that's crazy. Yeah, hanging out in Orlando, Florida, at a resort. Yeah, just having the best time of your life, hanging out with all these people. Yeah, yeah. and there'll be a link uh, in the description, and we've already got links, I think, on our website too. Uh, if you want to sign up for that, you should, because we'll be there. It's going to be a freaking blast. Uh, and then the other news I have is the Smoking Brothers Barbecue Team is hosting their third annual. When Pigs Fly, Indoor Barbecue Bash, and a CA Cook-Off. Uh, this is an indoor cook-off. I've never even heard of that before. Mm. But they're having one, and it's uh, coming up in this next week or so, uh, January 13th and 14th. Uh, I think there's a dinner, like, kickoff party the Friday night or 
whatever the night before, and then the competition is the next day, and we'll have a link for that uh, in there as well. I, I don't. Can we, can we? I don't understand what. How do you do an indoor cookoff on steaks? Mm. Like a bunch of hibachi grills going, or like a bunch of a lot, a lot of fire extinguishers. Like yeah, maybe you know, like probably I right. Yeah. I don't know what kind of building it is. Maybe they can do that building. in whatever kind of building. I don't. know. You're the fire guy. You should know. Well, these I've things. done these exhibits before. People are frying and whatever cooking the buildings. It just seems weird to me. I don't I'm know. just not gonna lie. Maybe it's, it's like a barn or something. Got a carcinogen know. blowing in the air. That's a good <laughs> pavilion. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like a pavilion. That's maybe. a good word. That's in, like that word. In, in, pavilion. Indoor pavilion. I never heard. Hey, go out there to indoor pavilion. I never heard that. Maybe it's heard a really large pavilion. I don't know. Hey, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Good. It, it sounds fun sounds though. badass. It sounds like something you want to see at least once. So, did, did you see what the purse was on this? Um, I think I did, but I don't remember what it is. I know it was a lot of money. I think. Yeah, it's it's up there. I won't. Shit, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, but they have we'll a lot of big it. names there too. That are going to Sunny Moody. Uh, uh, hey, girl, hey, I think uh, Heath Riles. And some of these guys are like teaming up with, uh, I think, veterans or something to coach them on their cooks. It's really cool. It's a cool event. Mm. Nice. Mm. I want to okay. be coached. <laughs> right. be coached. Coach me. Yeah. Put you me in the game. Write this down. And that's uh, that's all I got for the Hot Off the Grill barbecue news. There it is. I am sad I'm going to miss that MBBQA, though. Yeah, I'm going to my cousin's wedding, and I'm gonna make sure he knows the entire time. Like, you know, I'm I'm missing out on that to be here, so that's why I didn't get you a wedding well, gift. He should have well, got married in Orlando. <laughs> what day is the wedding on? Uh, Saturday. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Can I give a quick shout out, real quick? Let's do it. I love what you did. Uh, Curveball whiskey, Curveball, the original barbecue whiskey. Throw it back. Uh, this was sent to us along with a absolute. Uh, crap ton of swag you want to put this up maybe in front of yep. the camera Let me see this uh, they sent us like stickers vests bottles of whiskey miniatures um hats beanies you name it really cool care package we super appreciate it uh i'm gonna be honest when i first tasted it i was like oh, i don't know about this i got it cold it's a little bit better i mixed it with my coke it's just a bomb mm-hmm. it, it if there was a barbecue coca-cola on the market mm-hmm. That's what this is right here. Yeah. yeah. It's first of its kind of barbecue whiskey. And, and we've we've tried it separately, just sipping it, and it's smoky. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. They call it the original, and it makes me wonder, like, are there a bunch more of these out there? I don't think so. This is, like, brand new. Just the only one. I'm sure right. you'll probably see some copycats that, that, that go out there. Oh, we do yeah. know Crown Royal did it at one point. Sir, they had, like, a smoky Where, where are they out of? This is not just, like, a... I'm not, I think they're in Florida. I'm not positive on that, though. Uh, this is not like a smoky whiskey. This is a barbecue flavored whiskey. Yeah, like barbecue sauce. Yes, no, this Wisconsin. tastes like barbecue. That's what I thought. Wisconsin. I yeah, get those Wisconsin. two mixed up. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not Florida. I'll tell you. That. Right, they're very similar. Uh, yeah, you know, I've I've had this, and we're actually drinking this a minute ago. Uh, and you've got it. You've got one going, right? You, you've yeah, had a, I've been had working. A yeah, a couple this. going. Yeah, this is mostly I mean, whiskey. when you when you open it up, you get a. Um, you get a you get a really smokiness coming. It it tastes it smells like a smoky like the aroma is just like yeah. You just open up that barbecue pit. That's what it's it like, smells like. Like you I get a just, wolf would just like yeah, but, smoke. But in it's the face. a cold barbecue pit, right? Right. I, like I you know you get mm-hmm. to market, you open it up, and you had that just cold smoke that's already been seasoned the grill with. That's what it smells like. You're right. Let's get a warm shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now it smells like a lit pit. Right. Anyways, I just wanted to say thank you to them for sending that to us because uh, I like it. It's I wasn't sweet. sure at first, but I really like it now. And yeah. If we were more better prepared, they sent like a pamphlet mm. with it that had like different things you can mix it with and all right. that. Recipes. So. It's well, very sweet. Uh, it is. It's a sweet whiskey. Um, it's smoky. I we'll, mean, we'll make some. We'll make some good. videos with it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, some yeah. drinks. A lot and, of content coming up. Yeah, maybe we'll make a barbecue sauce with it. I don't know. Ooh. Something. We should. We yeah. should make a glaze with that. Yeah. One hundred percent. Thanks again, guys. Uh, now would be a good time if maybe if we just jumped into a paying the bills. So is that what you're gonna? Yeah, pay the bill. A pay quick commercial bills. break. Pay the <laughs> bills. <laughs> okay, we'll pay the bills. Let's do that. Hi. Episode is brought to you in part by Oklahoma Joe's new Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills. Since the company's humble beginnings in 1987, Oklahoma Joe has helped those who appreciate the process and the craft of smoking. 
what began with Joe Davidson, a member of the Barbecue Hall of Fame, and a dozen hand-built smokers at the Oklahoma State Fair over 30 years ago, has since forged an Oklahoma Joe's brand that builds some of the most sought-after smokers. Oklahoma Joe has a proud history of creating uncompromising smokers and grills with carefully crafted design. And the newest generation of the popular Ryder Series pellet grills carries on this tradition. The new features in the Oklahoma Joe's Ryder Deluxe pellet grills include a pit control 2.0 system that delivers the category's first dual sensor temperature control. Fire-focused dual sensor feedback optimizes temperature control based on selected cooking styles, low and slow smoking, or high heat grilling. A power feed system that boasts the high-torque auger motor that powers through pellets for incredible power and performance. The new Ryder Deluxe series builds on several popular features, including smoke and sear modes, which features an impressive temperature range that runs from 200 degrees Fahrenheit to a searing hot 650 degrees Fahrenheit, and a 20-pound quick-draw hopper that allows unused pellets to be drained in seconds for simple storage, removal, and swapping of pellet flavors. Guys, if you want to find out more information about the new Ryder Deluxe Series pellet grills from Oklahoma Joe, check out the Oklahoma Joe's website, and the link is in our description in the bio, and that's oklahomajoe.com. Let me ask me, Kevin Smith. Everybody knows at the root of any good relationship, any relationship worth anything, is the only thing that matters between two people. And I'm talking about television. That's right. That's why you should listen to Married with Television, man, which is a podcast by my friends. Shannon and Jamie, I call her cat ears, about movies and TV that they have loved for decades, man. You listen at marriedwithtv.com or anywhere you get your podcast. They are proud members of the Odd Pods Media Network, man. Married with Television. And we're back with the Grabbing the Brisket Beer Review. Booyah. All right, John, what did you bring us today? I went with a classic that I have not had in probably, I don't know, a long time. This is a St. Pauli Girl Lager. This is their regular, the original German recipe, as it says on the bottle. St. Pauli Girl. As soon as I cracked this open, I immediately had college flashbacks. Mm. Oh, yeah? I drank this one a lot in college. Yeah, it comes in one of the clear green bottles, which honestly lowers my expectations. Oh, yeah, it's it's skunky. It's skunky. It's got a skunky smell to it. It's got that. For sure. Can I get a a bottle opener, maybe, from somebody? Anybody? Yeah. Jane's over there bogarting it. It's a twist off, but if you know arms is are too really? weak, yeah. If your arms are too weak, you can use that. Yeah, it's, you can just twist it off. We just like want to show the uh, the fact that we have a a beer opener on our spatula. <laughs> so I feel like this is what the the people on Jersey Shore just drinks like all <laughs> the time. You know what I mean? Oh, just, this you're right. It smells bad. Mm. Yeah, you mm. guys, I can't believe you guys have never had St. Pauli's Girl. I have. No, I have long time ago. Long okay, time. okay. Hmm. Is very just Heineken rolling rock. I was literally going to say the same thing. Yeah. Where did where did you get this, John? Mm. Did you buy this at a store recently? Gas station today. It says best before October two thousand twenty one. Jesus, <laughs> John's trying to kill us. <laughs> mm. Well, that might explain the. I skunkiness. literally bought it today, yeah, like okay. on the way here. Was it a gas station? Well, I said it's it's best. our gas station. Yeah, the shell. Oh, I can see whatever why. it is up there. Uh, they're notorious for this kind of yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's Look. a little uh, little skunky. Yeah. Hmm. Obviously, it's uh, not going to get the best score for me. <laughs> uh, do we need to go in talking about uh, any more of this, or are we just going to draw this out for? Uh, no, let's a while. just give a score. Unless yeah. you guys want to. That keep... was really quick. No, I'm I'm ready. Uh, can I go first? Go Please? first. Yeah, uh, this is a four four. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a, it's got a good taste, uh, but the skunkiness. As soon as you get your your mouth, it just like you think you're tasting crap, and then it, it surprises you. It's kind of weird. Um, this beer is skunked for sure. I I can't can't drink anymore. Sorry. What'd you give uh-huh. it? A four 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 four. Wow. Yeah. See this one, I think I must have just had a bunch of expired St. Paulie's girls in college because this just takes me right back. You know, yeah, just the same. Yeah. Five years yeah. ago, you know, when I was like. 21 in college like this just takes me right back to that and i don't know I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia points going in here but i'm giving it a seven two wow yeah mm-hmm. I, I'm, okay. I'm gonna drink the rest of these if you leave them here <laughs> well then i guess you're drinking the rest of them right. here take mine <laughs> right let's get this guy a cup <laughs> oh. 
I'll jump right in there. I'm going to go a solid um, just 3.0. Okay. There it is, okay. man. It's you got to be thing. different, right? Dare to be different, James. The, uh, Dare to be different. The flavor's not great. <laughs> the smell is worse for me. The smell is what punches you first. It just gets you, right? It, it sets you up for something, yeah. failure. And then right. you taste it. It is not as bad as it right. smells. It's like, yeah. You're, yeah, exactly. You're, you're like, You're already uh, kind of put off, though. Right. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know. This is subpar for me. Yeah. And the fact that I know now Whiskey's that it's expired. Better. Oh, 100%. Now that I know that it's like, not expired, but past its best buy yeah i almost want to give it like a, a dnf or uh i know i feel bad disqualified <laughs> yeah probably it will revisit probably. this yeah. again i'll give it a story though. I'm, I'm gonna go i'm with james i'm gonna go with three this is not good it's not, not good. good if you never know that the it's in a green bottle by yeah, the way for people always. who are just listening but anytime something's in a green bottle that light gets into it and it gives that skunkiness so like dosakis and all those mm-hmm. kinds of beers mm-hmm. they'll get that kind of skunkiness to them when they've been kind of out in the light yep. too long yeah, well, I guess that'll wrap it up for the grabbing the brisket. Beer review. That may be the most uninteresting beer review we've yeah, ever done. Quickest, I, like, we've done some just, bad ones. I don't know. Let's just this get just over it. I don't even it. think anybody even said anything about the flavor. Right. Just skunky. It's just somebody somebody pour the whiskey into the beer to see if that yeah. helps. Oh, have you seen oh, where you take uh, what's it's any really any beer? But I think you could do like a Corona or a some kind of beer like that. What beer was it? Um, but you mix it with De Serrano, mm-hmm. and it makes a, a Dr Pepper. I've heard this. Any beer? Any beer? Huh? Mixed with De Serrano. Interesting. Will yeah. make a, a Dr Pepper flavor. Well, let's try. That makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like the De Serrano is the. What do you call it? The amaretto. It's a Dr. Yeah, Pepper of cherry liqueur. But in beer, like it tastes like Dr. Pepper, and then like the flaming would be like the the one fifty one that you would right. light on fire to mm. on the top, you know, get it whatever, and then drop the yeah whatever. I don't know. You're at work, just like pull up a course lights, and <laughs> yeah. it's a Dr. Pepper. It's a Dr. Yeah, it's my fourteenth <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Right. <laughs> I'm actually a doctor now. <laughs> we were in, remember we're in Steamville. So I think that they are. So we're trying to. I was trying to get like a flaming doctor. I, ne- I never. Somebody did one. I think. Yeah. And then that guy was like, "Oh, you want to do some shots?" And I was like, "Yeah." So he does that whole tray, right? I, see, I, I talk him into doing this whole. Tra- I, we're broke. We're broke college kids. I got James' credit card. I don't know what. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm underage. What do you think? If they say yes, I'll serve you. If I'm underage. Uh, yes, you think I'm not going to buy? Of course I am. I'm buying is and I'm I'm buying an abundance, right? So the whole this whole sorority uh, house thing walked in this bar we were at and filled up like a quarter of it. And I was like, dude, I got to talk to these girls, man. I said, like, I need shots, right? Dude, Jace, give me the credit card. So I was talking to the uh, bartender. I was like, bro, I got to get over there, man. Like I went over a couple times, but they're just not having it, you know. And I get it, right? I mean. I was, I wasn't the cup of tea, right? But when I had them trade shots in my hands, yeah, I was like, okay, oh, got yeah. you. Uh, we named those shots uh, "shit on grass" because that's what it looked like. Uh, they were disgusting. Every one of them drank it. We all drank them, but uh, then I ended up buying another tray of shots. Right? Yeah, James bought them. The shot James bought them. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, the <laughs> shot was, uh, and I, I can't even tell you if it's some type of melon liqueur. So it was green. Yeah. on the bottom, yeah. and it had a brown floating layer on top. <laughs> that sounds yeah. gross. Shit on grass. Shit on grass. Yeah. Shit yeah. On grass. <laughs> Uh, mm. Anyways, that's that's what happens when you, you know, yeah. Like, when Jan's your brother, Jan's, <laughs> yeah. Jan's your brother, exactly. Drink. Hey, you know what? We are degenerates, so hmm. more power to it, bro. All right, we're, we're getting into the barbecue portion of this podcast. Finally, I know there's a lot of people who are jumping in, they're tuning in. They're are they going to talk about barbecue? Right. They, some poor bastard's probably already made it to work. He's like, fuck, I'm already at work. I don't know how to take care of the goddamn pit. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're already trying to cook. You never gave us any information like usual. And this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay tuned to next episode. My smoker's right. at 600 degrees. We'll talk about how to maintain the temperature <laughs> on your smoker. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, hey, here it is. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, there's there's quite a there's a lot of information out on the internet that you can you can tune into. So I pulled off a couple of tips. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss them. We'll talk about them. Uh, one of them is uh, using a good quality smoker. When I say good quality, something that has a little more thicker material. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. The thinner yep. gauge yep. the material, the harder it's going to be to maintain your temperature. 
Yeah, it's right? just going to, especially if you live in, a, in an environment that it's like really cold outside or it is cool, it's just going to cool down that pit so quick. Yeah, it just was well, not, it's, the pit will heat up fast. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to, like, like, the spikes, right? It right. just spikes or it cools you're gonna off. You're going to burn so through fast. a lot of wood. Right. So you're just kind of, down, the, up, yeah, down. the ebbs and flows there. Yeah. 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 So a little bit thicker, retains heat a little bit easier. Uh, it kind of helps keep a constant temperature. Right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we have, we have barbecue pits like our, our, our one that we have that's on a trailer and it's probably maybe, maybe a quarter inch thick material, maybe a little bit thicker than that. Yeah, and then that firebox is just just as sick. And once you get that temperature up to uh, to where you like it, it just kind of sits there for a while because that whole metal just gets heated up, and you right. get that radiant heat just sitting there beaming. And there's points in time where we're like, oh yeah, we're cooking at two seventy five, uh, all good. And then you come back like twenty minutes later, and it's back down to um, yeah, 180. 180 because two, we never 200. checked the firebox and all, right. the, all the wood is burnt up. It'd be at 275 still, but there's yeah. no there's no fire left. Yeah, it just right. maintains. Because that, that metal just holds onto that heat. Right. That's right. So yeah. so think about this, though. If if you have a thinner metal, maybe it's more responsive, the gauge is, so maybe you know it faster mm-hmm. and you don't run out of... It's true. Possibly, yeah, right? you definitely get the more spikes, though. You're, you're, not, you're not faked out by it. Because I've been faked out the same way. Like, I look over, I'm like, oh, no, 250? It's pegged. Mm-hmm. 250. I'm like, oh, it's been 250 all day. Yeah. Obviously, I'm good. So now, but we're, we're pros, right? We, we, we know if we look here, we still look right, right, right. here, yeah. right? Look at, look at your damn firebox. That's table. right. Yeah. Just, that's the first place you go. There, gauge. Boom. Yeah. Right. You, you got to be able to maintain. Yeah. You got to be present, and you got to maintain. You can't just think that. I'm just going to throw a log on and I'm going to go, go watch the, the game right. and watch the game. Yeah. Cause, and then Not next happened. thing you know, like maybe 45 minutes later, you come out and go, oh shit, I'm at like 180. What happened? Yeah. You're like, it, well, well, or you have no fire at all. And no matter what you're putting in there, you can't get started again. You better at least have a bed of coals. So then you got chimney, you got a chimney now, you've got a little lighter charcoal, you get all those completely white hot and whatever. Right. Toss those in, put logs on top. Man, you're wasted hmm. 45 right. minutes to an hour. Maybe longer than that. Yeah, so uh, we we have one using a thermometer. Yeah, that's one that we always kind of talk we about. We know. Yeah. You have to be able to monitor your, your temperature. If you have a wireless probe that you can put in your pit and it, it reads and it sits right next to your um, Lazy Boy, great. You sit there and you know watch your temperatures yeah. go up and down yeah, and yeah. All, all that good stuff. Um, one of them is like, yeah, some of this is like, I say it's just like basic, like, rudimentary elementary beginning type stuff keep the smoker door closed that whole if you're looking at ink cooking pretty much you, yeah right. yeah you, you, you keep cook, opening yeah. keep closing or whatever it, it just uh it, it's not a good deal and yeah, yeah that's 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 a good point right there james think about this like and i know we, we say this right here all the time if you're looking you ain't cooking baby like whatever it is right but everybody's proud of their barbecue and every time somebody walks up, like, if I'm cooking at the house, whatever mm-hmm. else, right? What are you cooking? Uh, and the first thing is, like, they want to see it. They want to see what you're cooking. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I want to show them. And in my mind, every time I open that lid, I, I go, you're ruining my shit, dude. Yeah. But here you go. Take a look. And I'm like, quick, boom, boom, down. But even then, I... Yeah. To I some know. degree, that depends upon the pit too, though, right? Because like, some of those ones they'll bounce back quick, and some of the ones are gonna they're gonna fight to get back up to temperature. Yeah, you know, like yeah, on right. your on the drum you have in your backyard, you could pop that thing open, show somebody something, close it, and it's gonna be at temperature. It's not gonna it's hardly gonna fluctuate at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but too long and it, it stokes too high. Right, right. And you have the opposite. Then you're worried about especially trying on a drum. Br- bring those drums down, and that's almost impossible. Right, you're because those you have out. you have a ton of fuel in the bottom of that thing that isn't lit yet, and once it's you right. start lighting it, yeah. It's going to go. And, and it, well, they're supercharged already, too, right? Those, right. those briquettes are already They're hot. ready to go. They're ready to pop. Just get me a little bit of flame, boom. Uh, there's one on here, James, I really liked, and I don't think we ever talk about this enough, is, and, and you've worded this really good, keep the vent on the smoker open just enough to maintain the desired temperature. And I think that's something that people lose on there. They, they, they open wide open. They go all the way open, right? And they're getting everything started, and which is, you should when you're getting things started, but... When you get your temperature back, that that stack down, l- let it wait, let it start to fluctuate a little bit, and find that that point where you want it. Mm-hmm. That's how your pit will run or whatever else. Yeah. But 
A lot of people don't ever, they, they, they open it up and they go, damn, this thing's chewing through a lot of wood. Or, man, I can't maintain the temperature on this thing. And I think that's like a really important thing, especially for an offset smoker. Right. I'm 100% guilty of that. I know it's, even when I first got uh, Johnny in June, I was guilty of always having everything wide open. I'd have the door on the back wide open because it's not a damper. Just it's just draw, a door. And you get a draw. huge smoke sack on that Right. One. And I'd be like, look at this thing. This thing's burning like a champ. Like it's <laughs> just blowing through. There's no, you can't even see the smoke coming out. Yeah. And, and you'd come over or James would be like closing the door almost all the way back. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, and I'd open it back up and you guys would walk away and then you guys come back and close right. it. And yeah, obviously it's going to draw and it's going to burn. But the other end of that spectrum is that now you're not getting any smoke at all. Like you think you're smoking, but you ain't smoking at that point. You want to get a little bit of. Yeah, I'm gonna say little, dirty smoke, but you want some smoke. You want a little bit more, but also right. I think even though the thermometer is reading that temperature, you're not getting that. You're heating up and you're getting it, but I think you're exhausting that heat just as fast as you're creating it. Mm-hmm. Which to me, it needs to. You need to have this up down type situation where this heat smoke come in, it presses down to th- through your grates and goes out, which is naturally it does, but. The orifice on yours is like an eight-inch stack that right. converted it's to a six-inch. Sucking inch. it through, and when that door is open, man, you're humming. Yeah. I, and, you, and you can chew through some wood that way as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I concur. concur. Indeed. So, <laughs> one one thing I was thinking about: you, you got to be patient, like especially when you're adding fuel to your fire. Um, I I know a lot of people like they they roll up to their pit and they're like it's down low. You're like holy shit. Uh, my wife or my 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 significant other is like already heartbroken. Going, when's this shit gonna be done? And you're like, it'll be done when it's done. Like yeah. shit. Only no, actually, I, no. The lie is, so you don't say, say that. No, I guarantee you, don't ever say that. No, no. What you say is, it'll be ready. I, ten more minutes. Ten more minutes. Ten more right. minutes. Thirty another, more about minutes. About another hour. Yeah. Plus <laughs> the plus the rest. Look, I love the fact that they, you know. Some people just don't ever realize like how long it really takes to do something. And you're like, I said, I had a timetable, like Thanksgiving, right? I told you I was putting the bird on at one o'clock. I estimated this thing to be a two hour cook. I can't help you that if it's, it was a two hour and 45 minute cook to get it done. Just because you gauged two hours. Now you're thinking turkey's not done. Now we can't eat. Everything's getting cold. You're like, holy shit. You blamed it all right. on We're not, we're not on trying to turkey. make everybody see, sick. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so be patient. Like a lot of times you add fuel to it. You try to rush it, right? You, you got to let it come up to temperature. That's right. Yeah, you can't add fuel and then 10 minutes later add more fuel and then 10 minutes later after that add more fuel. Yeah, I see right. a lot of people do it. Like their, their, yeah, their temperature gets down too much. They're like, I'm going to throw three logs on to get it back up and right. now you're like right. a huge fire. Now you're reaching for the gasoline. You're like, we're going to get this one going. <laughs> right. We have actually been good. Jan has been I am guilty, very of, guilty of Let's that. hurry these briskets up. No, no. no. <laughs> Next thing is running at 600 no, degrees. No, but when I look at a timetable, like, so prime example, the last uh, party that we did, like the uh, the event, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you came out that morning, right? Customer party. Uh, my company graciously uh, allowed us to come out and we, we, we kicked ass for them uh, and they were going to sponsor a cook-off, which we're still in negotiations with that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're exactly right because... We gauge the time, the timetable, you know, obviously I knew what time we needed to be done by, but that wasn't happening. And I could, I, could, I looked it's at the, stressful. I forecasted this. And I was like, well, we're not there. And right. I was at a point like freaking throw some logs. And James is still, James, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm ready to run like a thoroughbred. James is like, whoa, 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 easy buddy. <laughs> Just relax. It's going to be okay. And, and you were calming with that, right? I mean, you. You helped me out a lot, even though I was ready to throw something at you. Like, <laughs> where's your sense of urgency? And you were just like, hey, right. just calm down, dude. Just let it go. You're like, just go up there and talk to people. I will handle this, right? I'd walk away and I'd come back like one minute later like, you know. Uh, I was I was nervous wrecked, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to have to speed it up. But sometimes, you, you, you don't. I mean, you can. You I mean, but you don't want to. I, but you don't. But, but you know, like, honestly, if there's something like that, you have to do it. You're gauging it. But... Again, that's not what makes good barbecue. And I think that's the key. Right. You're right. Patience makes barbecue. Yeah, if you don't think it's going to affect your cook, it, it's going to affect yeah. your cook. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so if you get into a situation where, where the, the temperature is dropping low, one of the things I do, and, and a lot of this is just kind of we're, we're trying to be in the, like more kind of blanket this on everything. I know every pit's different. Yeah. Uh, especially right. if you're using like maybe a, a Weber you're trying to smoke something on a Weber, like something, and even a, a offset smoker that is maybe not huge. 
and it has a small firebox, it might be easy or, or good for you guys to, once you see your coal start dying down, maybe just go ahead and get another chimney of coals going on. Uh, get that lit up. That way you could just dump it into it, close it up, and you're good to go. You, you don't have to wait for that lump or that those briquettes to light to catch in and to catch the wood to catch you back up to where you needed to be yeah be so, a little more proactive pretty much yeah proactive yeah. that i guess that's the word we're right. looking for yeah that's kind of how those guys that do a lot of the whole hogs on the open pits too they'll have a, a burn barrel going on the side where they're just shoveling in mm-hmm. the coals already ready to go it's a good idea actually i've never thought about that yeah on yeah, the, uh, the, well, the people that were, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Obviously, obviously, if you're struggling, right? If you know if you know you're struggling and you're like, man, I've been fighting this thing all day. Like, I, I don't have a good wind spot. It, it's smoldering. Mm-hmm. It's I can't get a good fire. I can't get good coals. Yes, do yeah. that, right? But if, don't go, go chew through a lot of charcoal and be like the guy, like, that charcoal ran through. Hurry, get more charcoal. Yeah, and right. just keep lighting a bunch of, bunch of charcoal all day, right? Ideally, I mean, yeah. that log is burning down and becoming your new coals. That's it. Right, right. The, the charcoal is if things right. are going, you already messed up. Right. And you need right. to get it back up again. Yeah. I think yeah. we need, like, we, we need, like, a burn bucket uh, where we can take and just pull those ashes completely out and just have that clean firebox 100%. all day long. I would love to get a big a aluminum big, bucket or trash yeah, can or something. Burn bucket. We could whatever. And then, obviously... Just leave on site and drive off or let somebody else deal with it afterwards. <laughs> Not my problem. We'll buy a bunch of them. I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, don't do, we, don't do what we do over at Dad's Club because right. I, I took those ashes, threw it in the trash dumpster. Uh, yeah. And then fire as, fire as I drove that. down 518, about 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, uh, fire truck. Fire, past fire trucks. And they actually, as I made a comment like, ah, I wonder if they're going over to that thing. They were. <laughs> so uh, that right. let that be a lesson. Are you there. only telling the story because that statute of limitations? Like, it's ran know? out. Okay, right. good. It's yeah. ran out. I didn't say which dad's club. I said a dad's club. So, uh, hey, yeah, that's like go. when I when I took the 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 logs that you had cooked. Uh, I don't know what the hell they were in there, but they were still. I guess they still had some coals on them around your pit, and I yeah. stuck them out to the side, and then we drove down to Alvin or whatever, and we get halfway there, and it's. Yeah. It's a fire. It's not in your pit. Yeah. I pulled up into Walmart parking lot and I dropped John off the front door and I whipped around. I'm just sitting there waiting, looking, and I just having a glance at the the side mirrors. I'm like, is that smoke? It's like a puff of smoke just went up. I was like, it's weird. No. Maybe it's just dust kicking up from a car going by. And then a minute later, I was like, shit, that is smoke. And then I get out of the car to investigate and I go and there's a burning log on the side of the pit that is tucked up underneath the firebox. I'm like, the f- who would do that? What kind that? of monster would put that on <laughs> a burnt log? Right? No, we had cooked on that thing the I night know. before. I was like, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm going to clean out his firebox before we go down to this event. So I no. cleaned out the firebox. There was one log sitting in there. I thought, yeah. it's out. Like There wasn't fire. I, I grabbed it out and stuck it With your hand? Yeah, it wasn't hot, but there must yeah. have been a hot spot on it. Because we much. drove down there and that wind just... Yeah. I was like, John, I guess we don't need a fire starter now. I just took that burning log and just tossed it into the fire pit. So, Oh, man, the looks he was giving me when I he's pulling around and I'm standing for a moment. I'm like, where the hell have you been? He's like, putting out the damn fire. I'm like, oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry about Oops. that, bud. That's yeah, fine. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot of different – it really depends on the pit. But I guess what we're saying is that, that maintaining your fire, I mean, you, you got to pay attention to what you're doing. you got to be patient. Uh, don't use giant chunks of wood when your firebox is only like, you know, it can it's not only, big enough to right, handle, only right. handle a right. chunk of wood. You know, that right. is just not a great like game plan. It's not great management. If you're smoking That's on right. a Weber, don't throw a log in it. And, and, and remember this, your pit wants to run the way it wants to run, right? Yeah. Learn how to let it run that way. Cook, mm-hmm. cook that way versus trying to fight something the entire time. If you fight it, you're going to hate it, you know? It's not, it's not an enjoyable experience at that yeah. point. Or just kick it over and drink a beer. <laughs> Don't cook a brisket on your pit for the first time you're cooking on it. Right. Do, a do a pork butt. That's a, do that's something forgiving. You know? Learn your pit, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think the way that, that I started and probably a lot of you guys have started and maybe a lot of people that are listening along is you always start small. You always start with the uh, definitely grilling the chickens, grilling the, the mm-hmm. steaks or smoking chickens and whatever and then you kind of graduate up to 
uh, doing some maybe ribs and Do you think this so? and that. I think I think people go. I think people automatically buy a pit, and that weekend they get the pit up, they season it like what they saw on YouTube, and then they run straight to the store. They buy the brisket. They the bring it home. Biggest brisket they can. They find. destroy it. It's charcoal by the time they get done with it, and they're like, "This pit sucks." Or right. I think I think a lot of people yeah. do that, right? I don't I don't think it's the I don't think. Like, let me get some chicken wings and graduate up to a brisket. You know right. what I mean? I don't yeah. think he's saying what smart people do. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that what you said? Yeah. Smart people do that? I, I think that's what I was saying. That's what he meant. That's what right, he meant. Right. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Matt, I, I like Matt's idea with the pork butt because pork butt is super freaking yeah, You can abuse forgetting. the hell Just out keep of it. cooking yes. that thing until yeah. it falls apart. Yeah. 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 And, and temp swings aren't going to matter as much on a pork butt, I don't think. Yeah. Last, last one I cooked, I was. Just, Inside watching TV. Oop! It's been an hour since I looked at right. that pit, and I go back and throw some more coals on. Just like I just, it's still yeah, good. You know, your money muscle might dry the hell out, and it still came out. I'm like man, it tastes great. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just shredding it up, and yeah. just like hey, if you got to add sauce to, it, you got to add sauce to it. I mean, uh, come on now. I I know I know some of the back here. You you have a you have a little description of your low and slow and your hot and fast cooks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I also like. Yeah, I mean, we, we already kind of knows, but I I think it's important to know that. Like obviously we want to go over this, but yeah, I think it's important to know that. Well, go ahead. I mean, there's combinations well, of this too, right? I, my piece of paper doesn't have that. I, I guess I just <laughs> failed to staple that one to it. Yeah. But uh, obviously, uh, we're talking about the the maintaining a fire, maintaining a temperature, and there's two schools of thought, or there's two ways uh, of doing it when you're when it comes to making barbecue, and one of them is hot and fast and one of them is low and slow and the different temperatures between the two and, and hot and fast it says anywhere from like what 300 to 350 350 yep. mm-hmm. which I, I still think that's uh, I always kind of equate hot being like 275 I, I think I, I equate hot and fast is anything over 225 you know what i mean that, that's what i think too so that's yeah. texas right like a, texas cooking is a very very low low temperature 225 if it takes 16 hours and it takes 16 hours but we're going to slowly render that meat right uh but but yeah the 225 to 250 i think that's the range that a lot of people talk about being in just yeah. be, be as long as you're in that range right there you're, you're that, that's a low and slow temp mm-hmm. i would agree 275 is getting on the cusp 300 to me is the high side, That's right? High That's high a hot fast. Yeah. But let me tell you, world champions that have won, they've cooked both ways, right? Yeah. My, Myron Mixon's a hot and fast guy. Yeah. He cooks one brisket. It's the best brisket he can put his, he can buy with money, and that's what he does. It's a hot and fast brisket. That's what he likes. Uh, other people like us historically have done a low and slow uh, brisket. I mean, well, 250 to 275, which right. we're, we're still flirting with that range. Of getting a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but I think some of the good ones they're doing both. Do you think it depends a, bit, a little bit on the uh, the grade of the meat? Like these guys that are doing the competitions, that they're they're doing wagyu, so I think it's yeah. it's it's easier to run that thing at three fifty and not screw it up because there's so much fat in it. Where if you have a select brisket, you probably want to run that thing low and slow and let that thing just you know. That's right. You want to render down yeah. just kind of slowly. Not, I think if letting it trying to. Get to temperature too fast, the muscle doesn't break down. Right, right. It doesn't that have that's time. doesn't have time to break down. It needs another three hours, and that's why the rest time is so important. Mm-hmm. Like on that side, but still, mm-hmm. I think if you a lower temperature, develop that bark. That to me is that's my favorite brisket. Uh, but there's something to be said about the the two methods combining, and I've done it several several times. I love the hot and fast for an hour or two, and then drop completely down, pull, pull the meat off. Brought the meat down to like 225, let it pit down 225 and or 250, and let let it coast out wow. until it's done. I, I love the way it curls up. I love the way the bark sets up. It just it, it'll balloon up a little it bit, just, right? It just pops, yeah, right? It just plumes. Uh, so I, I'm I'm a fan of that. It's mm-hmm. it's funny, like even like the uh, like what you say, people like people have this premise like it's foil and it's or no, it's butcher paper, right? And so like Mo Kason comes around and goes like, Nah, I do both. Just do both. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I, I do both, and you're like. Mind freaking blown, like right, oh, Jesus, so simple, like, duh, right? Like who who said you had to conform to one way of barbecue? And yeah. again, I think that's what barbecue is so subjective. You don't have to conform to one way of barbecue. You can b- combine so many different genres, so many different uh, cultures. Uh, that's what I love so much about really barbecue, man. I mean, like it's 
Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, that's what I enjoy about this whole thing right here, that we could sit here and just have a discussion about what we think. And, and I'm saying 100%. It's like we don't think we're right all the time. Well, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm right all the time. Yeah, maybe Jan. So yeah. maybe... 10% of uh, the time we don't. Time. Uh, great. Thank you, Jan. 50% Jane. of the time we're right every time. Exactly. <laughs> Sex uh, Panther. <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you. How, how are you guys cooking? you doing hot and fast? you doing low and slow? Um, any tips, tricks that you might have on maintaining your, your fire? If you're cooking on a drum smoker, I mean, obviously those things just uh, don't leave the lid open. Yeah, yeah, you look right. like other people on the uh, circuit right now with burnout pits. Uh, you, but Got you're it. exactly right. And and if we could touch a little bit on the Texas on the fire management does. for Texas Hold Dust, if we could uh, touch a little bit on the fire management for the drums, because I think that's important. It's like there there is like a set uh, way that that I've like yeah, I've been practicing in the backyard on mine, and like even taking like fifteen or sixteen briquettes. And lighting them on fire and getting those going, and, and I may already have my my uh, my basket already ready to go. I've already pulled some charcoal back a little bit, and I'm dumping it, those in there. The lid may be open for like 15 minutes. Once I close it and let it slow, I let it slowly go to temperature. I don't want this thing shooting up because if once it does, I, I can't, yeah, can't control can't it. Can't slow it down. Can't control it anymore. But I, I do one corner of the basket of mine uh, with maybe 14 or 15 uh, briquettes, and it maybe take me. It may take me 45 minutes to get to where I really want, where I'm like, okay, I'm perfect. This yeah. is where I'm, I'm, Those I'm, are great. I'm throwing it. They're so They just smooth. hold temperature. They do. They do. I, they just don't have the same wood flavor. And that's the only thing. You just right, get the right. same smokiness with that. Uh, but it's, yeah, I just think there's, like, what was it? Dusty had his, uh, the Kamado, which is very similar to a drum. Like, how, how are you going to maintain the temperature on and whatever else? Right. He was burning everything up, right? When he he, could, he couldn't maintain the temperature. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking with him. It's like he's having a hard time, like he just getting the pit to where he wanted it as temperature wise. And once you got it there, keeping that temperature constant because he was having an issue with the, the coals just dying out, burning so up. So he may not have enough. burning up. Uh, so it's like, but and on these things right here, uh, on his specifically, there's, there's two grates down below and there's a grate on top uh i say grate there's two vents down below and there's a vent on top that has two different knobs one controls um i guess it's it's some airway restriction and there's another one that controls a little bit more finer airway restriction uh I, it, to me it seems complicated i was like oh shit how does this work so once for grilling once for smoking so He's got it. He's got it dialed in now. But when you when you first get it, you're just like, "How do I do?" Okay, yeah, I just open up a dump some lark, uh, some some lump charcoal in there and light it up, and we're good to go. Let it come up temperature, shut it down, put meat on, and go. But if you go to a point where like you're doing ribs, and hey, let me just open up this lid, pull those ribs off because it's time to wrap, and I go to sauce, I go do whatever, whatever, and you leave the lid open, nah, you're that fire is just like. You're yeah. like chewing up. So the next thing you know, you put your ribs back on, you, you, you close it down. And I don't care how many baffles you have underneath that. There's a fire touching the grate already. It, right. It's literally yeah. going to chew the uh, inside the of whatever gone. meat that you have sitting there. And, it, and it, there was a couple times where we had that issues before, but I think he's got it dialed in now uh, using the kind of the, the minion method of, of getting a charcoal basket halfway lit, get that lit up. And then have some unlit coals in down your there. in your yeah. egg, and so you dump it in, put your lids on top of that, you shut it down, set your vents to where you want to, and let that come to temperature. And now you're like, okay, I'm good to go. Yeah, we cooked on it, and that thing maintained a temperature all day. Yeah, they're great pits. Those ceramic. This, we did this pork butt. Uh, awesome. I think we wrapped. I was like, I was afraid. I was like, uh, let's go and just light. Uh, actually, I was like, we pulled the grates off. And I just dumped a little bit more uh, lump charcoal in there, shut it down, close. I mean, but that thing rock and rolled like all day, all night. Nice. Damn. Nice. No complaints there. Damn, damn, damn. Love it. Uh, and maintaining, maintaining temperature on a pellet grill. Do not forget to put pellets uh, in, your, in your hopper. So right. there's that. There's that, that, there's that that's, too. Is that the only uh, thing? That's and it. Done. Make sure you guys steady, steady power. <laughs> right. Right. Make Do sure you not let that sucker unplug. Yeah. Uh, right. 
and don't well, your run temperature out of will spike if you don't ever clean it out and all that sawdust catches yeah, fire make sure your thing is clean yeah, yeah definitely because that mm. will spike it'll be more than a spike yeah your grill will be on fire yeah been there freaking rocket mm-hmm. yeah like a rocket stove you open that thing up and it's like Whoa. hey listen i've seen these rocket stoves going around and i'm just thinking like do we need one of these i would like that one they're cool i don't know like what the point is but they're cool oh they're super cool because yeah. you can put an attachment on top and now you have this this blowtorch basically shooting up this pipe right on, on top of a griddle on top and you have a little homemade griddle at home that yeah. you know what i mean it's just I don't know. And I think they're warm. They keep you warm too, right? I mean, that's what the. <laughs> I it, guess yeah. It, it, like, It'll for, keep you warm. But it, it didn't like like for, a fire. They originally created to keep the state like you could minimal minimal amount of fuel that would heat up and have a blowtorch blowing up into right. a room, right? Or something. It's like a smelting pot or something like that. What, what do they call those things? I know you call rocket it a, stoves. I, you call it a rocket stove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I've called it. I've heard it called something else. Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. you just put fuel on that and. That's it. That's how you maintain that one. Nice. Uh, so, stay tuned to our next episode when it we is. get into the dynamics of rocket stoves. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we do have some. We should have, do we have any guests coming up? Uh, I have nothing booked, but I'm planning on booking a lot of stuff. I've talked to a lot of people. I just haven't got anybody on the books yet. Okay. What we do have is that somebody gave us a barbecue fail or win. Mm-hmm. I try not to read them because I want to mm. learn along with the rest of y'all. There it is. Right. Yep. And this is a. Authentic. If you're on YouTube, you'll be able to watch this because this is a. This is a good one. But they wrote something in too, which I will narrate while that video is going on. Is it, it's not going to play sound, is it, or is it? Uh, it might. Okay. It definitely might. It definitely might. All right, I'll read this while this is going on. This is from Lisa Martinez five nine five. She said, "Well, my husband was moving the smoker and waiting for my nephew." Oh, God. And there goes the truck. Fuck. Save the truck. Save the truck. Forget the pellet smoker. I did not think it was going to be that loud, that crashing. Sorry. (laughs) Pissed. That's amazing. Is the barbecue pin attached to it? It sucks. No, it was just leaning up against it it in the driveway. Oh, damn it. All right. Oh, Oh, (laughs) he's. He is oh, pissed. Man. That is called. Oh man, that is called pissed. I would be blaming somebody. Like, why doesn't there no, lock, no locks on the wheels? There are. There are locks on those wheels. He God, didn't have them locked. Yeah. All right. So this this was from Lisa Martinez five nine five. That sucks. She said, "Well, my husband was moving the smoker and waiting for my nephew to arrive to help him load it. He was late, and hubby, being the impatient person he is, thought he could get the tailgate lower to load himself." The driveway is at an incline, and you see the rest. Dented my car, trashed the Traeger, tried to hide it from me, and later came in and told me about my car, showed me the video, I wasn't mad, said, you're fixing my car, but this is funny shit. I died laughing, and he said, you're not mad? (laughs) I said, nope, you're a shit show, and you're fixing the car, but I'm posting this shit. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I love it. If if you're not watching this on YouTube, basically, the guy's sitting there by the back of his truck just waiting for somebody to show up, it looks like, and he's got his trigger. It looks like he can't wait. It's just barely leaned up against Mm -hmm. the tailgate. Tailgate's down, and this is kind of leaning. Not leaning, but it's touching it, right? Do you You see how long before somebody actually walked over? Oh yeah, it wasn't very long. Like two minutes. Yeah, dude that. had two minutes. He couldn't wait. Not he's even like, two. Minutes. Yeah. So hey. he's like, I'm gonna he like pull my truck minute. down to the bottom so that we can get this thing under. Right. He doesn't even realize. He pulls out that that the, the smoker takes off. Right. For the folks that, that can't see. Then he it. gets out trying to catch it. Right. And he doesn't realize it takes longer for him to realize his truck is leaving. Yeah. His truck is taking yeah. off across the cul-de-sac. Yeah. It's yeah. gone. I didn't think he was gonna catch it. Yeah. Uh, he moved though. Hey, yeah. whatever. It happens. Now there's a bonus video. Where hey, I'd be, be mad at my boy. Be mad at my boy. Where the yeah, hell's yeah. my boy at? <laughs> right, right, right. I asked you. It's really not my fault. It's, yeah, it's his it's fault. It's his fault for not showing up when I told him to. So yeah, the yeah. bonus video is uh, actually the same dude. She sent she sent me this video. And this is just her husband, I guess as she said it, being a shit show. Okay. Listen, uh, we're all shit shows oh, here. That's the same one. All right, what's coming out? What, what is that? Oh, shit! <laughs> is, it, is it ice? Did you slip on ice? Or is it yeah, just... this is up in the Pacific Northwest. 
Uh, and it looked like he might have had some groceries or something. I don't know what he had. He's Poor walking out. guy. We need oh, to send him. Like, Guess what? Guess what, guys? You know, are you done? Are you done? Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so Lisa, Lisa sent something. It was once he starts like moaning on the ground over here. He's still just laying there. Just, uh. If you guys aren't watching this on YouTube, please just go over to YouTube and at least watch this little part because it is freaking hilarious. Ah, get down. I bet he felt that the next time. So go ahead, mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it says, you see him falling in the ice? I swear he's a cluster F. If I had cameras all around the house, he would be famous. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Shame on you for not putting cameras around the house. Though. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. They'll pay for themselves with all your I TikTok know. views. Let's go. His name is Rod. Rod, Rod Martinez. Guess what, Rod? Uh, you got some Suckle Buster seasonings coming to you. Just go on, pick out one. Uh, we always suggest a Chicks That Smoke because, hey, it pays to know. Uh, but guess what? Suckle Busters, Suckle Busters. Everybody wants some Suckle Busters. Yeah. And Lisa, if he does this as often as you says he does, just keep sending him in. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll keep You're, playing him. We're going to fill your entire pantry <laughs> full of awesome seasonings. Wind in the seasonings. Yes. Uh, well, as a little bonus, we actually have a barbecue win as well. Oh. Uh, okay. This is uh, this one's just audio. Uh, but it, it, those that follow along know that we did a a huge freaking giveaway. Thank you to all the sponsors I know that, that helped us out with that. Uh, this is a message from our friend Daryl Dukes that won the giveaway. There it is. Hey, fellas, this is Daryl Dukes, a.k.a. Papa Q. I just won your uh, 2022 Christmas giveaway. I got to tell you, man, I couldn't be more excited about this giveaway. This was huge. Um, I want to give out uh, just a shout-out real quick to all your sponsors um, in this giveaway. Oklahoma Joe's, Grill Great, Cambro, Suckle Busters, Thermo Works, Redneck Roach, Clean Space Project, Grill Your Ass Off, Barbecue News Magazine, Chicks That Smoke, Hey Grill Hey, and Grab Them in the Brisket. Hey, thank y'all so much uh, for this giveaway. Y'all lifted my spirits a lot with this one. And, um, you know, I'm really thankful to whoever the first person was that didn't follow the, the rules. That got me here. Um, there it is. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Check out my page, Papa Q. Get you some. There it is, Papa Q. Hey, good for him, man. Hey, be honest. Hey, you didn't pay him to say all that. Hey, he just no. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> it's just, just a good just dude. Him. But uh, it pays to follow the directions. That's what I'm saying. Somebody you know else, I mean? they weren't following. What did they, they not do? What was they the weren't thing? following everyone they were supposed to follow? Uh-huh. Like part of the signing up for these giveaways is you got to follow the folks that are. Donating all these awesome goods. If you're not going to follow everybody, that's right. You don't. You win. don't. You don't want to win. I check. I'm sorry. I check. You don't. He probably thought win. nobody was ever going to check it. He was just like, yeah. yeah. So I just so so, so the listen. Winner. Uh, do do you have that name and whatever? <laughs> you just call of them who, out. The first who, person of who didn't. <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head, but I do have it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. we're so not going to call anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to call him out. But you know what? I think we should just maybe maybe reach out to him. Like let's get let's get no seriously. They know. They Let, know. Let's reach out to them. Or they don't know. There's probably multiple people that didn't follow the rules that go, shit, maybe I, maybe I would have won. It could have been, right. been It could have been you, man. Yeah. And listen, it, it was a, it was so much stuff. I think it was probably one of our, our coolest giveaways we've done. Oh, so, that was great. Uh, and, yeah, big thank you to all the sponsors for helping us out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is... Yeah. This He's is, been having stuff show up, like, every other day for, like, the last two weeks, so... That's bad. <laughs> He's yeah, loving it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, stay tuned because there's going to be more to follow. I mean, obviously, we're going to have a lot of more exciting stuff planned for uh, the 2023 yeah. season with grabbing the brisket. Grabbing the brisket, Mr. Beast style next, maybe at the <laughs> yeah. end of the year. Million dollars. Maybe stay the in the, the circle. How, you, do, how do you do, do that? you want to do it? I mean, you want to do a million dollar circle? I would love to do a million. We can dollar figure it out. Last one to take their hand off. Oklahoma out. Joe wins it. Maybe Oklahoma <laughs> Joe <laughs> wants to do. We can, we can partner with somebody. We we could do a Mr. Beast style. Trust me. Yeah, that yeah. would actually be. I like that. Last person to take their hand off the smoker wins the smoker. We talked to Austin Smokeworks. Yeah, we'll do Johnny and June. The fuck we will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love. It. I just want to see your face. That's it. Matt's out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, man, it's been really great talking barbecue with you it guys. Is, guys. It's I've it's, had fun before we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know I know your sign off, and I know Matt has his sign off, and John wants to go peace and everything else. <laughs> I'm cutting all this out. Uh, but listen, I I think the dynamic today, I loved it. I loved the energy. I loved 
like just the just the, the banter back and forth. I didn't have a whole lot of obstacles happening around us. Just a better flow. We'll see how this video comes out and whatever. But uh, I I definitely like this. We way couldn't better. have said this after we were wrapped up. Nope. Okay. Need to just checking. I just want to make it need sure. Need to be said right now, right here. Some banter because, for you. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Now I'm just gonna stay silent until somebody talks. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, <laughs> hey, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Sucklebusters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.